no one is, 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 is more locked in. From Thursday to Monday, no one is more locked into the NFL than First and Pod. Hosted by Danny Parkins and Andrew Filipponi. The next game of the year is going to be in two weeks when they play at Philly on, on Sunday Night Football. That is going to be a bonkers game. Yeah, that'll be awesome. That'll be awesome. Um, oh, no, go ahead. Your question. Okay. Uh, we've got Eagles and Rams. Eagles are far 5-0. and Was the win over L.A. their best win of the season to date? I'm going to answer yes. So, week one in New England. Week two, home against Minnesota. Week three in Tampa. Four, home against Washington. And that's a struggle where they eke it out in overtime. They go across the country. Cup is back. Looks great. Him and Nakua both making plays. Nakua has the nice touchdown. And they hold the Rams to 14 points. And Jalen Hurts is just in complete control of the game. Over 300 yards passing, 72 yards on the ground, including a score. Multiple of those, like, you know, tush-push plays or brotherly shove, I guess is what they call it in Philly. (laughs) 38 minutes of time of possession. To me, that game felt like Philly from last year. Like, they they dominate. they, They had the ball the whole time, and it did not matter how good Cup looked because they limited the number of possessions and they played a game as if it was at Lincoln financial field, except it was 5,000 miles away. I I thought that was their most impressive win of the season by far. You know, I, I, I would have said new England, but obviously what we've seen from the Patriots the last two weeks changes the way I feel about that game. Um, you know, none, none of the wins are that great, right? Like they don't have an they, they they don't have a San Francisco, Kansas City, Buffalo, Miami. Like they they don't have a, a top win. So, but we've been talking about how they don't feel like the defending NFC sure. champs so far. This game felt to me like if they needed to score thirty five, they would have. Like you know what I mean? It felt like they were able whatever they wanted or needed to do in this game, they were able to do. I think the big thing that you mentioned there is like the 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 14 points from the Rams with cutback. Like I thought the offensive line was going to be a major issue for the Rams today, but there's probably a scenario in which McVay's able to scheme around that Stafford gets hot and the Rams score 24 points and win the game. That didn't happen. So this I think was their best defensive performance of the year, I would put it above what they did in Tampa Bay in that Monday night game. Um, it just feels right now like the NFC be, with my adopted Lions, like we've got three teams. It's a three-team conference. Lions, 49ers, and Eagles. And two of those teams are going to play in the divisional re- round, and one is going to get a bye to the conference championship game. And there's really nobody else in that bunch. I mean, New Orleans maybe could play a great defensive game. You know, maybe Seattle could have a like a game where they want to track me. You know, I don't even really want to say anything complimentary about Dallas right now, but those are like the dark horse teams. 
it's when do Philadelphia and San Francisco play in the regular season, Danny? When is that game? It's not for a while. Is that late? Uh, That's late in the year. Yeah, uh, December third, week thirteen. Yeah, Philly has a man. Philly's schedule is fun, man. So Philly, like now, it gets real. Uh, next week against the Jets on the road. Then they get the Dolphins at home, the Sunday night game, as you mentioned. Then in Washington, then home, listen to this stretch, home against Dallas week nine, by week 10, in Kansas City week 11, home against Buffalo week 12, home against San Francisco week 13, in Dallas week 14. Like that is, that is a great stretch. I mean, that's, Five straight games, Dallas, KC, Buffalo, San Fran, Dallas with a buy in between. That's pretty epic. So if they're if they're gonna if they're gonna be a contender at the end of the year, they're gonna certainly have earned it. You asked the question here, how many receivers are better than him? Well, so I just I, I thought that he deserved our focus because we both love shit talking. And he comes out and says, I'm always open, and then immediately backs it up with a three touchdown game. And then you mentioned Sauce Gardner's tweet after the game. Then Jamar Chase just after the game posted a picture of 7-11. I loved it. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Uh, so I just, I love guys who talk the talk and then immediately walk the walk. All right. So I've got three guys ahead of him for sure. Okay. I do too. Three. I do too. Justin Jefferson. Yep. Tyreek Hill. Yep. Devontae Adams. Okay. So I had Tyreek Jefferson and Cooper Cup. Didn't you ask the question on the first podcast? Did Puka Nakua make Cooper Cup a system wide receiver? Yes. Okay. I did. I, did. I was curious if he did. And, you, and they both, I thought, they both thought there was some validity there. And now you're saying that, that you think Cup is better than Chase? I Let's put it this way. I think that... I think that Cooper Cup... Is a is a quarterback's best friend. You know, like you snap the ball, you can throw it to him. He's open immediately. He's not as dangerous as Tyreek Hill. He's not as dangerous as some of those guys. But that guy just is a cheat code to have out there. And he was first team All Pro the same year that Devontae Adams was. So I don't think it's ridiculous to to have him in that tier uh, of player. So, because I mean, Adams would be the next guy for me too. So I, I think that the, the lowest you could have Jamar Chase is five and the highest you could have him is three. I think every NFL GM would take Jamar Chase over Cooper Cup. Everyone. Except maybe less need in LA. I think I think the other 31 would not really give it a second thought. Do you think that Cooper Cup, when healthy, goes through stretches of games with only a couple of catches like Jamar Chase does? No, he doesn't. I agree with you on that. But, like, I mean, this, like, there were there were stretches where Wes Welker was a more productive wide receiver than Calvin Johnson. Would anybody have thought that he was better than Calvin Johnson? Of course not. You know what I mean? Like that. I agree with that. Do you think that he's Wes Welker, though? Cup? Yeah. I'm not just saying that because they're both white. I can promise you that. I know that's I understand. What, like, I mean, listen, I get it. They're, they're the white, shifty slot receiver. But, like, mm-hmm. Cooper Cup, man, that, what was that What was that season? Like, 
He won the triple crown two years ago. He had the most receiving yards, touchdowns, and catches in the season. Yeah, it was 16 touchdowns, 145 catches, 1,947 yards. Yeah, it was one of the best regular seasons by a wide receiver ever. Yeah. No doubt. He played nine games last year. Yeah. So I, I think he's, I think he's right there, but, but I mean, Chase Chase is awesome. And you know, what's fun. Uh, just another Chase thought the, do you think both teams, the Lions and the Bengals, obviously the Bengals are thrilled. Do you think if the Lions could do it again, would they rather have Jamar Chase or Panay Sewell? Or I guess it was the Bengals who had the choice. It was the Bengals that had the choice, right? The the Bengal the Bengals had the choice, and they're obviously thrilled. And then the Lions are happy with their guy because their line's one of the best in football. But if it was like that's just like a classic debate. Uh, I know that we've been in a lot here in Chicago of like, do you want to support your your quarterback with the elite tackle or the elite wide receiver? I think it's pretty clearly the elite wide receiver. Yeah, 